Hello and welcome to the Craft and Cluster podcast, a show all about marketing your wine brand in the digital age. I'm your host, Heather Danitz, a photographer and social media consultant based in Santa Barbara wine country. I help wineries tell the true story of how they get their wine from grape to glass. One of the complaints I get most when I'm taking on a new social media management client is that they simply do not have the time to plan their marketing content and don't know what to post in the first place. Before they come to me, I see one of two things happening. Either they're posting something on the fly, which rarely delivers results, or they don't post anything at all, which definitely doesn't deliver results. I was once there too, but then I learned how to use the process of batching to create more content in a smaller amount of time. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through the step-by-step framework I use to batch plan content for myself and for my clients every single month. You're definitely going to want to take notes on this one as it's going to help you save so much time and frustration in the future. I have found that it takes me around the same amount of time to plan one post on the fly as it does to plan and write eight posts. So I typically set aside an hour once per month and spend that time hyper-focused on the task of planning, writing, and scheduling the content for my clients. If you're planning right alongside me today, here is what you're going to need to make this even easier for you. You'll need a calendar for the upcoming month, a list of upcoming holidays and promotions you'll be running that month, plus a place to take notes. The first thing we're going to do is mark up our calendar with general topics. You're going to write down things that need to be marketed this month on your calendar. For example, any new releases, wine club allocations, or events. And then you're also going to make sure that any major or minor holidays are on the calendar as well that have meaning for you and your brand. Side note, this is also a really good time to mark down any culturally sensitive holidays such as Juneteenth, Indigenous Peoples Day, or 9-11 Remembrance Day, where you may want to avoid posting or ensure that you are taking special care with what you do post. Next, we are going to write down all of our content categories, which are also known as content pillars or content buckets. These content categories are typically three to five topics you consistently cycle through that are important for your brand to communicate. Some examples of content categories my clients communicate monthly include what's up in the winery, what's up in the vineyard, winemaker updates, nature sightings, the tasting experience, and food pairing ideas. The idea is to have at least three topics that you can touch on in a cycle so that you aren't talking about the same thing over and over again. I also like to list out around four visual topics, particularly when it comes to planning out my Instagram feed. This helps me make sure I'm not posting, say, three bottle shots in a row, which can fatigue the audience. Examples of visual topics could be people, vineyard and winery, products or bottle shots, and animals like pets or nature sightings. Thirdly, we are going to look back at the posts that have performed best for us in the past and what our customers have been tagging us in on social media. For a more in-depth look at why we want to do this and how, 
go back and listen to episode number 16, How to Measure Success on Instagram, where we dive into how to analyze your analytics on Instagram and what those numbers can tell us. Once we've gathered all of this info, we're then going to spend about five to 10 minutes brain dumping post ideas. One of my favorite ways to do this is to create a grid on a piece of paper with four columns and four rows. Across the top, you're going to write out your four visual topics. So an example could be people, places, products, and pets. And then down the left side, write out four to five caption topics. For example, the caption topics could be something like behind the scenes, the experience, education, and about us. So then what you're going to do is match your visual topics up with your caption topics in the grid. So for example, if you had a places photo and an educational caption, the caption would end up being maybe about how you make rosé. And the visual could be an image of your press with rosé juice running out. You could also have a product photo and an about us caption. Uh, The caption could end up being maybe about the first wine you've ever made. And the image could be of a bottle if you still have it. (laughs) And then uh, another example would be a people photo or video and a behind the scenes topic. So this could be a video of your vineyard manager leaf pulling in the vineyard with an explanation as to why you do that. Um, An example using the pets photo category, you could have um, that match up with an experience caption. So your caption could be about how your tasting room is pet friendly, or maybe you are hosting Zoo to You for an event and the visual is of an animal friend at the tasting room. By the time you're done with this process of matching each of the four visual topics with each of the four caption topics, you will then end up with 16 different topic ideas. And the best part is that if you don't use all 16 this month, you can just save them for a future month of content, which is super great. Okay, so after you've gone through your brain dump time, you can then start inserting your ideas into your calendar. This is typically where I start moving my ideas over into a digital scheduler like plan that, planally, or later, so I can more easily visualize my posts. I particularly like plan that as it has a really awesome feature called strategy where you can color coordinate your visual topics and drag them into your Instagram feed. So again, you know that you're not using, say, three bottle shots in a row or something like that. As a very visual person, it makes things so much easier for me. Plan That also has a feature that allows you to drop custom events into your calendar, such as blog posts or emails, so you can get an overview of your entire marketing strategy in one place, which is super, super helpful. A quick note on the scheduling process, though, I do think it's really important to start by identifying your minimum. And what I mean by this is how often can you reasonably reasonably post per week? If right now you can only post your social media once per week and only email once per month, that's totally fine. But I do want to challenge you to try posting on your social media at least twice per week and emailing every other week. This consistency means that you'll stay top of mind with your audience, which is going to help you grow. 
my clients post to their social media accounts two to three times per week. And I do know of a couple of wineries who actually send emails once a week. Alrighty, so once you've got your general content ideas mapped out on your schedule, it's then time to start writing your captions. I go more in depth on how to write a caption in my upcoming digital course, the Instagram field guide course, but the basics you need to know is that every good caption has these three things. One, an attention grabbing headline. Two, a description or story that gives that headline context. And three, a call to action. Here is an example of a caption that touches on all three of those things. Don't sleep on it. You have loved our 2019 Gruner Veltliner so much that we are almost sold out of it. We have about five cases left and at a bottle price of $20 per bottle, we know it's not going to last much longer. So if you want to get your hands on this extremely crushable wine, then head to the link in our bio to purchase it. So did you notice that the don't sleep on it part is our attention grabbing headline and then we give context by telling that we are almost sold out of our Gruner Veltliner. And then we give a call to action, which is, you know, head to the link in our bio to purchase it. It's important that you have all three of these things or else you are going to be missing out. All right. So once you've created your captions, you can then plan on what kind of visuals you're going to need to go along with them. You might already have some of those visuals in hand and ready to go, but if not, then you will at least have a really good idea of the kinds of visuals you're going to need to uh, collect and put in a shot list. And if you need to hire a photographer or a videographer or, you know, go out iPhone in hand and capture those, those images. My guess is right now you are asking yourself the philosophical question, what came first, the visual or the caption? And the truth is it's likely going to be some combination of either when planning your content. Sometimes I'll be planning captions based off of a visual I already have in mind that I want to use. And sometimes I will have a post idea that I don't have a visual for yet, but with a caption already forming in my head. What I will say though, is that you are going to make your life so much easier if you have a plan in place before you create your visuals or write your captions. Without a plan, you'll be creating your content blind. And don't get me wrong, I've absolutely captured photos when I had no idea what I would eventually use them for, but my most successful and efficient photo shoots have been those where the client and I had a shot list created from a marketing plan, and my caption writing sessions go so much more smoothly when I have that plan in front of me. Okay, so now that you got your captions written and your visuals in place and your topics on the calendar, the last thing you're going to need to do is schedule what time you're going to make your posts or send your emails. There really isn't one best time of day to post for everyone as it varies based on your audience. This is where knowing your analytics can really help you. I would take a look at what time of day you posted your most successful posts to have a starting point, but really the best thing you can do is decide when you're going to have a free five minutes to engage with your audience and schedule your posts around that time. Most social media schedulers will also guide you on when your audience is most active based on past data. So all of those tools can really, really help you. 
And that's it. You've officially planned out a month of content for yourself. High fives all around. (laughs) But planning content is only part of the story. To be truly successful on social media long-term, you are going to need a mapped out strategy. Having this strategy in place will make planning your content even easier. I'm currently working on an Instagram strategy course, which I am calling the Instagram field guide. And in this course, you are going to learn how to identify your target audience and market directly to them, how to optimize your bio so your target audience can find you, how to make reels, go live, and create posts and videos that convert. And I'll even be featuring guest videos from some of my awesome marketing friends on integrating your Instagram marketing with your email marketing and even an even more in-depth look at my favorite Instagram scheduler, plan that. To sign up for the waitlist to learn exactly when this course is going to be going live, then just head to craftandcluster.com forward slash course. And also, if you feel like you need a little bit more support, I do offer one-on-one Instagram strategy sessions. I've linked all the resources that I mentioned in this episode, including those two links to the Instagram field guide course and the one-on-one strategy sessions in the show notes. So if you miss something, you'll find everything there. Don't worry. I've taken all the notes for you. Well, that's it for this episode of the craft and cluster podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the show super valuable, please rate and review it. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at craft and cluster. And to make sure you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen until next time, my friend. Hey there, you just listened to the craft and cluster podcast, a production of craft and cluster owned exclusively by me, Heather Danitz. The opinions and statements in this show are those of me and any guests that appeared on the Craft and Cluster podcast and are for entertainment purposes only. I cannot guarantee any particular result or return on investment based on any statement from this show. But what I can guarantee is my extreme psychitude that you are still listening to this, even though the episode has ended and this is clearly a disclaimer. You are super dedicated. I like that about you. <laughs>